Hello and welcome to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner and this is my podcast where every week we make up a playlist for a specific life event, moment, occasion, feeling, whatever, always with a special guest. And today we're making a playlist for... Today's the exception. God damn it. Because the guest is not special. I didn't say you could talk yet. (laughs) We're making a playlist for, uh, for eating fast food in your car at night. With Will Weldon. Alone at Alone night. Alone at night. Thank you very much. Oh, boy. <laughs> Guess who came up with the theme for this podcast, for this playlist? I do it a lot, is why. Do you? Yeah. I'm no. Gonna, I, listen, I feel like as a, being a stand-up comedian in Los Angeles, this is not a super unique experience. Yes. For those of you who don't know, Will is a stand-up comedian, and Will also used to be the co-host of a podcast with me, Angry Little Goats. Mm-hmm. Um, the second of my two failed podcasts. Hey, I think more people listen to it than we knew, because <laughs> people are still mad that we're not doing it Here's, anymore. I'm well, still getting DMs and emails about it. I do think, I get the same thing, but I do also think there's a bit of a thing where if a podcast doesn't have a f- huge listenership, the people who do listen become very attached to it, yes. because it's very easy to get in contact <laughs> with the hosts. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there was no a single- No one's competing for our attention. Yeah, there was no email or DM to me about it. I did not respond to of just like, sorry, I just don't have the time. Oh, I got a few. <laughs> yeah, well, you'd get weird ones. <laughs> yours were weirder I, than mine. Yours were way weirder than mine. Because guys are like, don't be weird. Don't say something weird. And girls are like, mm, he'll like it if I get weird. Yeah. And so they weird all over you. Yeah, girls and <laughs> They would write men. me and be like, tell me what it smells like. Ugh. And I'd be like, you know it, what? It, Ask yourself. Yeah, it depends day to day. Um. I currently smell like Cheetos, as I said, because I was just uh, hanging out with some dogs. Fritos. Fritos. You're right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for knowing what I meant and knowing what the accurate smell is. I was unaware that uh, dog paws smelled like Fritos until uh, my ex-girlfriend constantly stressed that my dog's paws smelled like Fritos. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was right. Uh, I guess. I don't know. So, eating in fast food in the car alone at night. Yeah. It's a very it's a very sedentary experience. This is because I was because this is a, this is probably the time when I'm at my fussiest with the music I'm listening to, and a part of that is because my hands are more free than when I'm driving. I certainly still mm-hmm. have fear of getting, say, Del Taco on my phone screen, uh, but um, you know, so there's like time to fuss. But I also you don't want a song with a like. You don't want a song with like a sense of sort of momentum or movement, because mm-hmm. like a lot of songs, oh, are, I disagree. They feel like they are like propelling you forward. So I'm like, I don't want that while I'm just trying to sit and eat. Right, but wh- that you said this is something that happens to you often. You are frequently uh... sitting and eating. I yeah. also I want to say I also had some other playlists. Oh, okay. That in, I the, considered re- pitching. I have I have. You some... are the first person who has aggressively pitched ideas at me. Usually, <laughs> I send three or four ideas, and someone's like, "Yeah, sure, that," or like, "Here's a twist to one." Well, I've and I've... you were like. I am disinterested in your ideas, Eliza. It's been over six <laughs> months of antidepressants and a full month of Ritalin. So oh. I'm in about as good a place as I've been in probably close to a decade. Oh, there we go. So I'm trying to salvage the ruins of my career, which just means trying to work all the time. Uh, so here's some alternative playlists I, I was considering pitching to you. The first one is songs for when you only want to listen to The Boys Are Back in Town. 
That is all the boys are back in town. Uh, songs to punish someone who asked you for a ride home from LAX. That's like Nookie, a corn song, Nickelback, Creed. Uh, songs with titles I can insert my dog's name into. So like Lenny and the Jets, mm-hmm. Lay Lenny Lay, Lenny, which would be Jolene. And, uh, Lenny, yeah. Lenny, 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 yeah, I'm like... begging of you, please don't eat that ham. <laughs> what? No, it's the same song. <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like that would be an equal struggle for your dog. Yeah, well, yeah, in the sense he has no teeth. Uh, and uh, finally, songs for when you come through in the clutch, which is also just the boys are back in town five uh, times. Uh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So how, what are your feelings on, uh, well, no, yeah, you just love the boys are back in town. <laughs> I are, think you, are you into boys of summer at all or just when they come back into no, town? No, I just like when they come back to town. There is something about that song that is so both triumphant and homoerotic to me. It makes me laugh every single time I like, hear it. Like, uh, like hanging with the boys from. Um, uh, is it hanging with the boys from from Top Gun? Oh God! With the the scene where they're playing volleyball. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that like, is. Ooh, who is this for? That, I'm fascinated. That is certainly more aggressive, perhaps, than the boys are back in town. It's that that song, and. Uh, uh, that song and there's a communication going on between Eliza and the producer, so I got distracted. <laughs> that song and uh, fuck, um, oh, old time rock and roll are my two favorite to just do like the first few. Like I those loved- were grown up songs when I was a little kid. Like yeah. I feel like those like oh hey what? I guess you and I are in this case the podcast boys who are, who are back, back in front in of studio. in studio. All right. <laughs> The little goats. Oh, I, I'm grossed out by uh, me doing that. <laughs> guess who just booked free studio time today? Mm, uh, uh, uh. So it's uh, so that song, the like I like to just repeat that over and over to people for minutes at a time to irritate them. Why do you hate love? Or Why do you push away affection? I like old time rock and roll because if somebody says something about like being home alone, Mm. I like to just be like, I know how that is. And then you slide into the room in some socks? I just go for minutes at a time. Again, it's like you're scared of... The closeness of people enjoying I, your company. I like to I like to push those boundaries. You, you want to you know? make them prove it. <laughs> yeah. If they really love you, they'll love you even when you're being awful. Yeah, like you should. Okay. I'm, yeah, that's healthy. I'm so kind to strangers, <laughs> and then the, it's just the friends. Yeah, the more I get to do. know someone, the more terrible I am. The other day at work, um, I was hanging out with one of my writers, and he said he he just like made fun of me low key, like, mm-hmm. and I just. I I was so tickled and delighted and then was like, oh no, there is something. Why do I only enjoy when people make fun of me? It's a sickness. Yeah. I'm like, ah, we're friends because we can, we can pal around, but I can't make fun of them because they work for me. So mm. that's like a total different power balance. I mean, that never stopped you from making fun of me when I worked for you. You never. And, oh, well, okay. That was different. Uh, I, yes. It was different because you made fun of my, our tiny dicks. <laughs> If I can tread back to a well-worn topic of conversation, okay, all right. Was wait, the day in the writers' this was room a different era? You mocked mine and Dave Ross's tiny dicks. This is a different era. Dicks our, I have I have no experience our with. Our tiny, so they were purely imaginary dry dicks they were was all how you phrased it. Hypothetical dicks. And then, but yes, and then later, I always imagine them like you know those bags of like uh, uh, of of dried out um, yes. sea life that you get at like yes, a Japanese. I'm grocery familiar store. with this because you already <laughs> have explained this to me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm for the listeners. You know, you go to a Japanese grocery 
grocery store and they'll have like like dried squid or dried prawns, like a bag of that. That's what I was imagining. Um, and then I was the monster for later jacking off a grape. I feel like there was well, a double standard funny. in that, that room. That wasn't as funny. And No, it was good because when I climaxed, I squeezed it and the fruit burst out of the skin. That's not what happens. <laughs> well, you don't know what my dick does. <laughs> You're, but, the, but it wasn't, you weren't d- jacking off the, the grape dick on a larger grape. You were jacking off. Yeah, it was the, the little the entire... grape dick between my no. legs. I squeezed it and the, uh, it burst. Okay, see, yeah. I was thinking that it was just the grape's dick. And then when you when the grape came, no, it died. The grape was my wiener. <laughs> okay. So one time deal. It's like when a, it's like a bee stinging someone. Man, the the I can only come once and then my dick falls the off. The entertainment industry <laughs> is twisted and disgusting. <laughs> Look at the sickos that are making the the content that we enjoy. Oh, love to create content. You know, mm-hmm. that's me, number one content yep. creator. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? What do we do here at this podcast? We make up a playlist <laughs> for eating alone in the car are at you- night. Fast food only. Are you concerned? Not having I, a salad. I have listened to the show. Listened to three oh my episodes. God, thank you. Um, Which ones? I listened to. Uh, Goddamn! I listened to. Oh, fuck. Um, okay, you April's. didn't listen to any of them. Okay. I listened to Ian's. And I listened to half of Emily Gordon's. Okay. And it was interesting because you said Emily was the first person to. Although she and Jonah both had the like sort of breakup, revolving yes. around a breakup. Yeah. I am curious. It feels like that's what you're going to get pitched a lot. Breakup ones? Yes. Oh, I disagree. Uh, as I said, I think I mentioned it in Emily's one. Yes. Th- that topic I had pitched to people and everybody was like, nope, nope, nope. And wow. then she just kind of out of the blue happened to pitch it back to me. Um, and so I was like, oh, yeah, I've actually asked other people for it. Uh, it's funny. A lot of people are like, I absolutely don't want to do anything emotional. I want to do something <laughs> just silly. And that's fine also. Um, and there's different types of breakups. Like that. That's why I try to get kind of specific. Yeah. So with Emily, it wasn't like, you know, I'm deep in a hole. It was walking around after a breakup, right. which is kind of like a different uh, place. Yeah. I should have pitched... Um a playlist for uh, of of songs uh, you want to listen to when you want to hear music. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have said yes. I also don't have to do whatever people say. It's not like I'm like, oh, that's it. They pitched a a five year playlist, so we're getting married. Are you worried you're going to run out of songs you've actually listened to? Because this no. is my thing. What my thing with you also being a part of it, it feels like. At a certain point, you're going to be like, Jesus Christ, I've used like, I've used all my primary songs. Well, yeah, but it shouldn't all be primary songs. But would you, would you ever include a song on a playlist that you had not listened to before trying to assemble the playlist? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Folks, you heard it here first. Because also, I, I feel like I'm trying to match the, the, the tone or comment on the tone Sometimes it's interesting. Um, I that, specifically tried to pick one. I I figured we would both have different interpretations. Of. Yes, yeah. and we have. Okay. Um. And uh. The, so so, like like with the Jonah one, mm-hmm. all of my getting over a crush songs aren't in that vein. Uh, but I tried to kind of stay in a world that would make sense with that, so that the next time someone wants to do a getting over a crush, I can but have like a slightly different shift right. to it. I can put the other songs on it. Um. And it's a way for me to find new music also that I'm like, I want I want something that feels kind of like this or maybe feels kind of like a song I've already used. Is there is there something in that world? Um, yeah. I So I, I'm, not, I'm not worried about it. Also, you say. Also, eventually I'll I'll stop. <laughs> right. Like, I, right, again, I I'm not <laughs> I'm not beholden to do this for the next 
80 years of my life. Uh, yeah, I'm so used to these like legacy podcasts where they're just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, also, you said weekly, but you put out like two a week, don't you? Mm-hmm. Wow. I am right now. It's a big commitment. Well, yeah, I think we're going to... That that's it's not going to be that way forever, folks. If you're listening to this, head on over to Patreon.com and donate to the Patreon mm-hmm. before before Eliza takes fifty percent of your podcast episodes away from you because she'll do it. Yeah, she's cruel as hell. No, but I'll, uh, you should hear what she says about my little dry dick. <laughs> um, uh, he, I will be creating con- uh, a podcast especially for the Patreon, also. Yeah, so so go sign up in advance before you get any of that. <laughs> Hey, part of Patreon, I think, also is being like, wow, I enjoy this and I see that there's effort being put into it. So I would like to help be a producer for it. It is. I do. People, they're they're becoming producers. I do have my own sort of grand. At some point, I will be putting out a podcast entitled The Will Weldon Vanity Project. Okay. My aspirations for it grow every day. It's too much. But I do think about how I wouldn't do bonus content. Hmm. It'd just be like, hey, do a dollar a month if you want to, and I'd appreciate it. But like, and I don't know, maybe I'll email you once in a while, hitting you up Hmm. for more money. Wow. Yeah. Donate a dollar so you can get regular fundraising emails from Mm, me. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one way to do it. Yeah. I do think uh, Patreon, uh, this is, of course, the uh, Patreon cast. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do think it is. No, thank you, because I don't mention it enough on the podcast. So it's hard. It's a hard thing to bring up. It's if it's I feel like it's difficult for anyone but a certain type of person to be like, please pay for this. Well, and uh, yeah, I I don't have advertisers. Yeah. And, you know, I'm working on it. Aristotle's working on it. We've had people create things for it. Also, you know, uh, David William, who made the artwork and Ross Bryant, who made the. I, the theme, your theme you know. song is good. He's great. I don't like a lot of podcast theme songs. Yeah. I, in fact, I would say I hate all of them except for like yours and two or three yeah. others. One commenter, um, one t- person on Twitter was like, yeah, I want to hear the entire song. And I was like, oh, I, I think that is the entire song, but hey, follow Ross. He makes all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, it just sounds like an 80s. It sounds yeah. like an 80s song yeah. as opposed to you. most podcast themes. You're like, okay, well, someone was like... I gotta make a podcast theme, and it's like, well, yeah, I think he's, I think he's cool and interesting and has good taste, and so I just hit him up and was like, hey, do you want to make something? It's this is the theme of the podcast, whatever you want to make. And the first draft that he sent me was uh, a little more. He was like, I've listened, I've been listening to a lot of Italian disco, I believe, Italian disco, (laughs) and um, I was like, this is, it's a little too insidery, and can you put my name in it more, (laughs) and um, or just the name of the podcast? And he was like, cool, got it, and. Uh, tinkered with it a little bit and we got what we got I think my roommate got Jean Grey to do his Whoa. podcast theme because they're friends from Whoa. New York and she just finished her album and touring and she was like I have some time I'll just That's do it cool. for free because he was like the network says they can give you $200 and she's like well the going rate for that would be like 10 grand mm-hmm. so why don't I just make you one for free so that it doesn't feel like I'm lowering my own volume yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I had a, a real like professional songwriter doing a podcast theme for me at one point years ago with the podcast that yeah. ended up not happening. Um, and part of the ended up the not Stop happening. The Stop 9-11 podcast? Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm like, oops, sorry. I guess I should have gotten on top of that. <laughs> it's um, weird. You even knew what day and you yeah, still couldn't well, stop and it. and that felt a little bit like, I don't know. It, I feel like it made me look weird by knowing. Mm, Anywho. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, it, it, he, it, it, by Eliza Hussein Skinner. Stop it. I don't tell people that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he was too busy. Uh, so I have found that the, so, so it was like taking a long time. So I found the like, Hey, you're not a musician, but you make music. You want to do this? Gets it done a lot quicker. Yeah. Anyway, want to get into this playlist? Let's do it. Okay. Um, so yeah, in my experience, um, 
Well, hey, let's just get into the playlist. Also, if, oh, if, if God you don't, damn it, Will. If you don't finish the whole podcast, I have an album coming out on March thirtieth. Oh yeah, called "Fuck This Guy." Why would they? Why would they not finish it? I just, life happens, and then sometimes you don't get all the way to the end, and your fucking podcast app still puts a little check mark, and you think you're done, but it turns out you last the, missed the letter segment okay, or something. Okay, well, what is the? Uh... It's called "Fuck This Guy." Pre-order starts. March 16th. What is it? It's not going to be in stores anyway, so I, I might as well yeah. call it Fuck This Guy. Sure. Uh, I wasn't upset with it. Uh, I, uh, Aristotle is chuckling. We just, we're familiar with you. <laughs> you know, I, fr- I forgot what it was like in this room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, too much fun? That's what you forgot? That it's where you feel the most appreciated and loved? My pills aren't working can, all of a sudden. you can take in? Um, uh, uh, oh, boy. Yeah, so pre-order his album. Um, March. Oh, and yeah, get right. it at uh, Woolworths right. of course or we Rite are, Aid, wherever you get comedy albums. Uh, of course, we are uh, uh, recording this after March sixteenth, so whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, we are. Uh, <laughs> uh, who knows? Who knows okay. when it'll come out? Um, but yeah, uh, uh, you know, you can go pre-order it on any of the things because I put it on a service that does that for me. I'm trusting them. Will Weldon, fuck this guy. And on to the playlist. All right. So uh, first song is mine. Uh, song for uh, sitting in your car, eating fast food alone at night. Hit it, Aristotle. Oh, this is fascinating, this choice. <laughs> I specifically was thinking about this song in another song from the soundtrack. Yeah. So. This is Night Call by Kavinsky. Mm-hmm. Because when I eat fast food alone in my car at night, I'm feeling cool as hell. This is so interesting because <laughs> I associate, there's another song from the Drive soundtrack Are we called really? Don't Call by Desire. Uh-huh. You know that? Do you know that one? Yeah. Uh, it, um, that is a song I almost put on, but because I associate it with the movie Drive, which I associate with yes. driving, it, I, it feels like... Uh, it's like I just want to be in motion when I hear that. Well, song. yeah. So for me, that song came. So Drive came out 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved to LA at the very end of 2010, and wow. um, so and I got so th- 2011 was the first time that I had a car. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I was just teaching improv for work. I was living in the studio alone with a uh, with a, a, a mattress on the floor, and my and my engagement had uh, been called off. I was so I was. Uh, you know, uh, real on my own. <laughs> and at night it would be like, like every now and I lived not too far from the, um, uh, you know, the, 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 the Taj Mahal of uh, fast food, uh, Arby's. Oh yes. Um, the the so, one on sunset, mm-hmm. the so, one with the beautiful sign. Oh yeah. Well, there's a lot of them with that yeah. beautiful sign, but oh, okay. yes, it is one of the ones with the beautiful yeah. sign. Um, and so <laughs> at night I would be like, Eliza needs a treat. She, I deserve a treat. <laughs> And to get in my car. And so this is the going there to get the food song. Okay. Where again, it's like, this isn't a shame thing. Oh, I get this it. is a treat. This is a, you're, you, you, you're taking yourself for a little special a one-on-one date. This is also, the RPs. it's also a song. It's not a song you like speed to. No. This is a song you just like, you just go yeah. one hand on the wheel. Yep. You're not too, not a lot of traffic, but not so much that you're like, 
you know, flooring it. Yeah, no, it's you and you. Okay, I get that. This is like the journey. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like this. You're composing the entire journey. Uh-huh. I have five. I have. We'll see how many songs, but for the in the car sitting. Okay. Okay. That is a great song. I have listened to that soundtrack so many times. I considered trying to buy it on vinyl, and then I was like, "What am I, a fucking idiot? I'm going to spend money on this. I'm and so broke." We, we know so many of that guy. I know <laughs> yeah. so many guys who did that. I almost bought this. Don't sa- be that guy. I also almost bought the soundtrack. No for offense, this. those guys who are listening. You're very cool. I also almost bought the soundtrack. I like your jacket with the scorpion on the. Back also. For, yeah, come on, man. Just get a <laughs> jean jacket. He also just I, wears like a put a scorpion on that. He just wears like a dark blue, like f- like dark blue wash jean uh, the jacket. Onesie, the dark blue onesie that he wears. <laughs> yes, denim onesie. Yeah, <laughs> you. Well, you. Oh, he. Pro- you probably shoes? own that. <laughs> uh, how dare you? <laughs> They're called coveralls. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I. Uh, that, that's my first song. Okay, that's a good. Why do we do your first first song? Okay, I don't remember what my first. Oh yeah, I do remember what my first song is. Okay. Mm-hmm. You want to? Yeah, yeah. Do I? You can you can say what it is. You can uh, you can indicate that you would like Aristotle, our hot DJ, to play it. There you go. That's what you did. A little finger gun action in the studio. Okay, so you. So this. I think I think the last song flows into this real well. I'm just gonna say it. So this song. Boom, boom, boom. This is of course in the morning of the magicians by the Flaming Lips, off of Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. Uh, I also tried to. I think I tr- generally tried to stay away from sort of like it's. It's not like a singles experience for me. Like I'm not playing the hits. You're playing deep cuts. Yes. Yeah, so this song. Hold on. Wait one second until. We now might be violating copyright law with this no. much time, but no. this is just, We're good. this is like a key part because it's the song, the song kind of like builds mm-hmm. initially with just like the, it builds as if it's going to something big and then it starts to slide down and it settles into this kind of valley mm-hmm. in which like there's not a lot happening. It's just kind of, it's not sad, but it's not like upbeat. Beat. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, it takes a long time to get into this. There we go. It's just like a great song to like settle into. Thank you very much. That was perfect. Yeah, I think that I, I uh, I've never really listened to this song because when I was listening to this album, it was just Yashima. Oh yeah, Battles of Pink Robots over and over. Uh, I also what the for, uh, fight test I would listen to. Mm-hmm. I listened to that album for the first time right after my. Uh, uh, girlfriend at the time i guess my the first time my ex-wife and i broke up while we were dating we got back together after like a month and i was listening to that album a lot and for whatever reason fight test always made me very emotional Hmm. i don't know why but yeah that song it just that song it just keeps you in place man i feel like it just holds you there it's like perfect to just sit Mm-hmm. And be still too. You're in the womb of that car. Yeah, with that salty smell. Yeah, like, and it's just like it's like building up to something big, and then it just kind of drops off and settles into this thing. That's like life. Yeah, big, 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 big. Nope, never mind. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's not a it's not a happy feeling. It's not a sad feeling. Nope. It's a it's with those uh, the the relaxation tubs where you oh with the salt in them yeah um the, isolation chambers yeah, or whatever yeah 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 uh, yeah, yeah that like float. joe rogan probably lives in no oh, yeah seems yeah. like an experience was, for one of those guys there's a few comedy festivals definitely the bridgetown festival that where they would be like hey so we're giving you free isolation tank Boo. stuff and i'm like I, I feel like that's not 
really what I need before a comedy set. <laughs> cool. Like, oh, me? I've uh, I've just re- reverted into my uh, <laughs> monkey form. That's an altered states reference. Yes. Everybody? Everybody? Okay. I'd love to experience uh, the. I'd love to experience a simulation of Daredevil going to bed. That's Daredevil slept in one of those. He did. Yeah, to cut because his senses were so heightened. Oh. It's the only way he could get to sleep. Huh. Yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I like Daredevil. I always <laughs> liked him for the. Uh, well, he had the best female characters. A lot of good female villains, and of course, yeah. Electra. Yeah, they had a bad habit of killing them. Some of the women in his life. Well, sure. Few too many women in refrigerators. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's uh, every comic yeah. book of a certain era, especially. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Electra was great. Typhoid Mary, great. Ooh, Surgeon General. I don't, what? Yeah, there was a Surgeon General. You, is a, this a real thing? Yeah. Oh, I'm not familiar with the Surgeon General. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest, I only re- really read a couple of the Frank Miller classics and then Brian Michael Bendis' run, so fair enough. Sure. You know, I apologize. Yeah. Well, everyone. when I was reading comic books, I did so much of it to try to find good female characters like mm. even i wasn't even like consciously like i shall find good female characters yeah. but like that's what i would connect with and then i would find one and be like this is it and then they would get a new artist or a new writer and yeah. they'd be like uh, uh oh wow she doesn't have feet anymore yeah. and she's always in a bikini yeah time for Rob, them that's a rob lee field yeah, yeah time okay. for them butts and titties to be visible at the yeah. same time yeah yeah both butt cheeks both titties yeah. you figure it out like, folks wow so this uh <laughs> scientist lawyer is now scientist lawyer snake woman <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> And also, it always bugged me that so many of them, their powers were just like their brain could control your brain. So, like, they could like still be posed perfectly. Yeah. But, like, they're controlling your mind with their mind. And it also seems like a comment of what men think women do anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. She'll fucking control your life, man. Yeah. Oh, great. Now I want to fucking marry this bitch on the X Men. Oh, uh, Jesus. Man, I was just trying to hang out. For, first thing, uh, well, you know, she says she's totally cool and just trying to hang Oops. out. Next thing you know, a giant uh, fire spirit is blowing up entire planets. Women. Oh, great. Women. They're controlling you to make you use your optic blast to kill uh, them. And then you get arrested. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying, it's hard being a lady. What a great alibi. Like, no, I didn't kill my wife. She controlled my mind and had me stab her to death because her power was so great she didn't trust herself uh, with it. Yeah, right, buddy. That's what he would say. Tell it to the chair. <laughs> giving you a meaningful look that burns into the back of your brain. <laughs> um. So yeah, speaking of how hard it is being a lady. So, uh, as I said, when I am in the car, um, it's a real treat. It's a real honoring myself uh, as a queen. So uh, my next pick um, is video by India Ari. Mm. So I'm in there. I got my curly fries. It's just me and them. Uh, may, or maybe maybe I've got uh, some Del Taco. Maybe. And I'm, uh, I'm honoring myself. I'm not judging myself. I'm not trying to perform quote-unquote woman for anybody. Not trying to be some male fantasy. I'm feeding all my needs at once. Sometimes I shave my legs, sometimes I don't. Let's let it roll through. I don't, uh, I have not heard this song before, but this is a good choice. It's very, um... Wait, let's let it get to that chorus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever feels good in my soul, it's curly fries. There you go. Because I am a queen, that's why I get potato cakes. <laughs> because I am a queen. <laughs> 
Del Taco starts serving breakfast at 11 p.m. Oh, you know I know exactly the time. <laughs> uh, yes, I will leave a show. I will hang out at a show <laughs> longer because I'm like, mm, give it 20 more minutes and I can get some breakfast tacos. It, um, no, that's a good choice. That also, this is not an insult, but that also, this is a show I've seen too many, too many times. It's a whole thing. Uh, but that is also a song that would be good to end an episode of Entourage with. Huh. There's a certain vibe to a lot of the songs they end Entourage with. I wonder if I have a few of those on, on here. It might, I mean, it does tend to be good songs. Like that, I mean, this is not a good song, but New York State of Mind, uh-huh. that Jay-Z song. That sounds like he wrote a song to be on the end credits of Entourage. Yeah. That's more like upbeat celebratory. Yeah, the this kind is of, more like, mm, It has like a range. Some episodes end with that. That'd be the kind of episode where like, E gets embarrassed by his fiance at the end, and all the other dudes are like, oh, <laughs> dang. And then it leads into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is off of uh, Acoustic Soul from 2002, also, which uh, Yoshimi Battles of Pink Robots, also 2002, I believe. Uh, it, it might even be earlier. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I love this song. I think it's real, real cool, real uh, laid back, chill, the kids say. Chill. Do they say that? I went to my writer's room the other day, <laughs> and uh, was like, "Hey, like, hey, what, what's a, what's a hip word for great?" And they were like, "What?" And I was like, "You know, great or awesome. You know, what's a word for that?" Uh, oh, this is. Sad. I was like, "Is it lit?" And they were like, uh, "Kind of." <laughs> like, oh god, it's just uh, trying to keep up with with cool teens these days Ugh. and put words in their mouths. I don't know, guys. I just uh, I'll make everybody say it's rocking. Oh. We got a real rocking battle for you guys. <laughs> it's hep. We got a hep battle for you. This is like the conversation that leads up to when like corporate uh, Twitter like goes bad, where they just try to like appropriate a meme, and you're yeah. like, oh boy, you have a fundamental misunderstanding well, of how this meme works. That's why I try to go in, try to go in and talk to the the younger writers because yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna get this wrong. Oh, um, this this hemorrhoid pillow is lit. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm always like, it's fly, right? And they're like, no, it's not fly. Oh dear. <laughs> is it ill? Is it sick? Yeah, yeah is I, it tight? I think you need to steer clear of anything the Beastie Boys would have used to describe themselves during oh, a rap. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. So, uh, 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 I'm just thinking, can you want to stop? <laughs> can you want to stop? Um. Listeners are probably thinking of a bunch of great Beastie Boys modifiers. I mean, I and love the a, Beastie Boys. That's but a game I'm... for you guys. Have have fun. This is a time where we just <laughs> stare at each other meaningfully. <laughs> I was um, trying to search for a good uh, a Beastie Boy, uh, just good wholesome diss music. You know, just like real family friendly disses generally. Yeah. Um, can I go into my next song? Do oh, that's it? Like you don't want to talk more about me and my feelings and experience? I, well, I See, this is why I need to spend time by myself. I thought we'd moved on to Beastie Boys disses. In <laughs> a car with potato cakes that I can understand me and know how I need to be treated. No, <laughs> Where are you getting pota- potato cakes? Are those from Arby's? Yes, they are. I've never had potato <gasps> cakes. What? Have you had hash browns? Yeah. Okay, hash browns at night are potato cakes. Uh, see, I hear potato cakes, I think of like latkes. Yeah, that works also. Latkes are not hash browns. Okay, it's latkes, yes they are. They're different. Well, it's they've just got, different. They've got some, sometimes, well it depends on how you make them. Sometimes hash they've got browns, flowers or, or even matzo meal in them, but it's, yeah, it's essentially, it's hash browns. Arby's, it's, it's, very Jewish Arby's. Yeah, that's <laughs> potato what. Potato cakes. And <laughs> they have the best potato product. 
They also have ones with, um, I think, with like jalapenos in them. I remember that being the first place. Arby's was the first place I ever got curly fries, I think. My dad and I used I to go a lot. I say head. Okay. Yeah. I'd go and get a blowjob from my dad because uh, <laughs> Arby's was the place we'd always go to is why I went there. Uh, <laughs> we would go in and back when in the days when they had like the five, uh, the five like junior beef and cheddars for five dollars. Mm. And we'd just go and get five and he'd have three and I'd have two. Hey, should I be being paid by Arby's for this show? No. Okay. Uh, because also- I did talk about getting a blowjob from my dad there. <laughs> so kinda, that might knock your I, rate down. I feel like I kind of pushed you into that. <laughs> if um, anything, he pushed me into it. Whoa! Okay, now you can bring in <laughs> your song. That's why it's not legal. <laughs> Aristotle, let her rip. St. <laughs> Christopher So this is, is this The Woods? Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of their music sounds like this. This is The Woods by Daughter, a band that was very difficult to find online until they started to get more popular, simply because their name was Daughter, so you get a bunch of other... It's a bad name. Yeah. And, um, Especially if you, you really love them. Yeah. And you're like, loving Daughter. Yeah. Mm. yeah boy. With your search history. You know. Yeah, I mean, it autofills, for God's sake. <laughs> Uh, I press D and it just fills in DILF. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, uh, it it's just a is that doll I'd like to fuck da- daughter I'd like to daughter, oh, daughter oh, I'd like oh. to fuck. Uh, it um, it's another song. There's not um, it's it's uh, short. It's not sad, but all of their music has like a melancholy. I like a lot of um, sad boy music. Mm-hmm. By women, like that, I certainly went through a phase Why is where it that was sad boy music. If it's by women, it's, what do you mean? It's boys who listen to sad music like that. Oh, like I think Girls of that listen as to sad music like that. Um, I uh, I went to see them in concert, and it was like me and twelve other sad dudes in their late twenties, and mm. then just like a bunch of like nineteen-year-old girls. Why do you think that's? Why is that a thing? I don't know. I think uh, it's just like. I don't know what it was about it, but I looked around and I was like, oh, okay. I'm like going through one of these phases of my yeah. life where- Well, it is also like kind of a delicate, pretty voice, yeah. which I think could be especially soothing to a, a fella. Yeah. She both sounds and looks incredibly fragile. Mm. A, so it's like- Elena she, Tonkin? She I don't remember about, her. She cares about my pain, but also nope. she needs me to help her with her pain. I don't want her to care about me. I don't want to have hmm. to help her. I, okay. So yeah. it's not a relationship. No. It's just, it's, uh, it's, it's- there's just, it's like a thing of, maybe it's someone else either articulating or like, it's it's just finding something that seems to like relate back to an experience you've had. It's the same way, listen, I know Casey Affleck, not a great man, I know, but the film uh, Manchester by the Sea was certainly one of the most brutal experiences of my entire life, seeing it in theaters, because just like a movie about a man being killed by his grief and having that literally articulated by another character at the end, Mm -hmm. it was a very difficult experience for me to watch on film. And it's, so it's about the relating to something as opposed to like, I want to be involved with this situation. Like, I don't want anything to do with the situation. I just want to watch it so that, or experience it so that I can then emote through it. I think I told mm-hmm. you about my, I was talking to my therapist a few years ago and I, I was after a conversation we had about how you were talking about how many guys like Radiohead. Yes. And I was talking to her about it and she was like, well, I mean, I don't know, but if I had to take a guess, it would maybe be 
be because uh, their music is incredibly emotional and yet uh, it's very abstract, both in the way they present it and even just the lyrics they use so it to express get it. Too close to it. It's yeah. It's like a way from There's like a disconnect, a safe amount of disconnect, or more like because men have a. Generally, the way we're socialized, we often have a harder time actually verbalizing our feelings. Mm -hmm. So the music that can really get us to feel them is going to evoke very specific things, but not with the like language it uses to do that. Mm -hmm. But then the flip side is the lyrics, and uh, there are some daughter songs which very specifically the lyrics get to me. But I specifically chose one that does not make me sad. Hmm. Yeah. How does it make you feel? Uh, it's a little bit... It's um, it's less so than the last one, but it's more of like a contemplative one. Mm-hmm. It's just a good way to get inside my own head. It's not very intrusive. There's not a lot of like, no big percussions or anything. There's nothing that's really going to like force its way into my brain and interrupt what I'm thinking about. Yeah. The, being alone in your car, I, I, I don't know if this is a thing everywhere or if it's just like a very LA thing, but it does feel like... A, like a safe little womb yeah. in a way the way that it's um the sound is kind of deadened from outside and and even within inside um you got usually got good good sound system surrounding you in there Although sounds I, better than you know just having like stereo speakers sounds point better at than you. life well yeah <laughs> so it does feel like a, a a little booth that you can go in especially at night and and just contemplate yeah. I don't have existence. that. I don't have that experience during the day. No, no with like no. traffic and stuff. No. Then my blood is boiling. And, well, yeah, and you also yeah. get like the sun streaming in, yeah. and sometimes it's like a real pointy, pokey ray of sun. Yeah, there are times where I'm like, is my windshield literally a magnifying glass? Yeah, like, I, how is it so hot on my face right now? Yeah, and then I get mad and I get hotter. I'm a real <laughs> hothead. I'm a literal oh, I hothead. You meant, like sexier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get all sweaty and damp. People are like, ooh, who's that guy with the odor? Mm, but they can't even tell. Someone's they're, broken through his deodorant. Yeah. They're, they're, they can but, tell. No, but they see from outside, and they're like, I can tell there is a smell, but what is it? Even from outside, they can smell I'm it. saying they could tell that there's a smell, Yeah, but the mystery is... What exactly what is, is, what the, is smell? the smell? Mm. I've also shit my pants. Is the other part of it? <laughs> yeah, and it's and you you've got a, a yeah. bag full of stinking uh, yeah. fast food. And that earlier that night, I just come all over myself and never cleaned it off. Oh. So yeah, it's quite a bouquet. Oh, wow, this is great. <laughs> um, I, I hope you're listening with your kids. Um, my next song. Speaking of uh, kids, clean yourself off when you first start jacking off. It's a good lesson. Speaking, a of- lot of teen boys just jack off and then go to sleep. It's disgusting. <laughs> Speaking of emotional detachment <laughs> um, and and figuring out your relationship to feelings, uh, my next song is Hard Feelings slash Loveless. Go back and tell her. I love talking at the start of songs. Ooh, I love, I, especially if they say their name. She didn't. She was just like getting into it. The, the french fries are, have, are now lifting and spinning around me <laughs> like stars in the sky. And my hair also lifts. You know, like, I am in space. Everything is so beautiful and fragile in different ways. But they're only in our lives for a little bit of time. Again, like french fries. You can't have... You're not going to have this french fries forever. Who, who's this? This is Lord. This is Lord? Okay. So, 
It's interesting. This might be a little too much for me if I were eating alone in my car. Well, but the thing, I feel like it she's, would, it would she's... create too much in me. Oh, because I, I feel like also in in like lyrically, she's kind of talking about, um, you know, getting over a, a, a like a loss or a painful breakup or whatever. But then also like being detached about it and how uh, like we're these millennials are not good at processing feelings. <laughs> It's so a, what even how how invested can we be? That song remind there's a very specific type of song, uh, "Vein of Stars" by the uh, Flaming Lips is another one. Mm-hmm. A type of song that makes me think of uh, the, uh, an almost like detachment or like kind of out of body, not even out of body. There's just a a feeling sometimes of like "Vein of Stars" gives me this feeling of like walking down the street and. It's kind of a visual of as I walk, I, it's like you sort of begin walking into the air and then your legs start moving and you're just sort of spinning around mm. in the air over the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it, you do, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's just like, it's kind of like music that, well, I guess the most literal way to phrase it would be like throwing you for a literal loop, mm-hmm. I suppose. Hmm. I think of it as like- It's just like overwhelmed. Elevating in a way. Um but as I said, also that it's that it it feels like everything is is temporary. Yeah, if that song were in like a Fern Gully mo- movie, that would be the moment where like the shrunk down man like touches the like sprite's hand, oh, and, and that's when he like life. lights up, and mm-hmm. they're like f- yeah, flying through. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, I see it as if it's in Fern Gully. It's um, the scene where the bulldozers fuck shit up. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> no, uh, um, it would be the scene where they uh, they they just slow fuck. Okay, I'm not. I don't remember that part in, part in Fern Gully. And they're putting their parts in each other's mouths. You don't remember that? I don't remember this '69 <laughs> scene in Fern Gully. That's yeah, I feel like it was super extended. I did I, have a bootleg version. I remember the environmental message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's what it was saying. Oh, love, love right. the earth. Right, 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 right. And each other. So stupid of me. I cannot. But it's like thirty minutes of the movie. How did I forget? <laughs> yeah, like the entire. I was second wondering act. why you'd even seen it if that wasn't what you were going for. Uh, no, I like. I was the like message. when we when we were teens, we were all like, "This is going to be so fun." All of this. Let's get horny to Fern Gully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all this elven sex. I do. It actually on the poster that did say the horniest film of the year, <laughs> Richard Roper. Yep. Yeah. 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 But they. But the um the one of the 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 O it was a uh, was just one titty. <laughs> yeah, Richard Roper did have a bizarre sex life. Sex with a lot of elves, fairies. Elves? Is that an elf? Do cyclopses? Do they only have one big titty? Mm-hmm. Female cyclopses. Yep. <laughs> one one eye, one big titty. Uh, half a butthole. Half a butthole, two genitals, two reproductive organs. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's how. That's how. Like, <sighs> s- sort of like sensitive I've become to language because I almost said. Oh, reproductive organs. Yes, I almost said two pussies, and then I was like, well, there could be trans cyclopses. <laughs> Yeah, but transcyclopses could have pussies. This is also <laughs> true, but not all of. The, I'm trying to be you as inclusive as yeah. possible with my language. Okay, I I get it, but yeah. you also didn't say all male cyclopses would definitely not have pussies. <laughs> right, that would have not been inclusive. Right, but I, I'm trying to be as inclusive as possible with my language hey, about man. potentially trans. That's why I went to buttholes because everybody has <laughs> yes. those. Well, I realized as you said that, I was like smart. Yeah. <laughs> But we started off with titties, so I mean, I guess we started at somewhat yeah. gender-related parts. 
We're back. But also, maybe it's a, (laughs) maybe it's a a, like maybe it's a a a chub lord cyclops. He just got big old titty. I said re- related. And this is not, not absolutely tied. I am not fat shaming Cyclopses. That's right, fine right. if you're a Cyclops yes. and you have one big yes. titty. And we're not saying bears because we're still talking Cyclopses, yes. not bears. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to apologize for gendering Cyclopses. <laughs> uh, um, you want to do your next song? Yes, I do. Okay. Hit it, baby. Uh... So this is the song Go to Hell off of the album Stone Rollin' by Raphael, Raphael, Sadiq. This song almost doesn't count. Huh. Because kind of the reason this song is on here... It's kind of on here simply because it, it could perhaps be labeled my favorite song of all time. Huh. Yeah. It's I do not know this song. It's, it's the first time I've heard it. It's uh what's not I think he was I think I've heard people categorize him as like a one-hit wonder hmm. and they I think in the first episode of Luke Cage they talk about him a lot. Huh. But um and that album I think came out in like 2009 or 2010. But it's just like that is the song that probably out of all of these that is the song that gets me the most emotional. Um, but it's still a sort of weirdly non-specific, like sort of the way the song has made me feel has changed over the years. Hmm. Cause that was an album my ex-wife bought. Were you was, married before? Yes. I know it's never come up before. <laughs> I'm also Canadian. Everyone. Wait, what? You're not from here? Strap yourselves in. Huh. Two least things. Do you have two things that are the least on, known uh, about me. On things that are wrong with American politics and social values? Uh, strap in, folks, because I do. <laughs> Do I have problems with the two-party system? I'm going to blow people's minds. It's never come up before. Hmm. Do I, I feel think, like of all the things Do I think people, this country should have a parliament? I th- of all the things that people know about you, that would be like so far down on the list. It would yes. be like two or three. <laughs> it, um, it's just, uh, it's, it's again, it's another song. For whatever reason, it just doesn't make me feel a sense of forward momentum, even though I do listen to it a lot while I drive, but it's just because I listen to that song a lot. Uh, it's a song I have uh, thought because I also think about like work and projects a lot while I'm just uh-huh. sitting and eating fast food. And it's a song I've envisioned for probably ten thousand different uses hmm. in things I've either pitched or tried to write or started to work on or actually written. It's just like it's a multi-purpose song for me, okay. and I feel like it also like the first two songs on the thing. I still have some semblance of like a. Oh, a rhythm or a general... Vibe. Yeah, vibe and also like path that the playlist Mm, goes on. So this one is also a lot... um, It's like a lot faster than the other two Mm -hmm. without giving me a sense of wanting to actually move. Mm -hmm. So it's just... it, And then that will lead into the the next song block I have coming up, but Uh, we won't get too into that because uh, it is uh. your turn. Um, Yeah. But this whole album is great. And that song is also weirdly kind of the out outlier on the album the mm-hmm. other stuff is a lot more sort of like upbeat and like dance well and like soul and r&b i found it interesting um 
when I listened to it when after you sent it and and was like kind of looking it up and checking it out, uh, so it's called Go to Hell. Go to Hell is like said what once. Mm-hmm. I'm beginning. trying to do my best not to go to hell. Is the lyric? In yeah, there. and then the the chorus is uh, like let love bring us together that mm-hmm. it goes out on, which feels like um, when you see the see the song listed, you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're going to fuck some shit up. And yeah. then that is not at all what this is. Yeah. It's also got a great ending. Like the way it goes out of him like really like going for it on the lyrics. So this? Yeah. yeah look, it's a song about doing your best, you mm-hmm. know? And that's a struggle I can relate to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And things are going to be okay. Well, let's not go crazy. Oh, What's your song? God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. My song is Tomboy by Princess Nokia. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I might have said her name wrong. I, she's somebody that I'm, I've just kind of discovered recently and getting into, but I think she's pretty cool. That's one of the hard things about No More Radio, really. Yeah, you just see stuff yeah. written. Okay. Again, as I said, I'm in this car. I'm not performing your male fantasy of who and what I am. So yeah, I got horsey sauce on my face. <laughs> and yeah, I got extra packets in the glove compartment for when I need them, which is all the time. And I think all of it is sexy as hell. That's right. I'm not I'm not being like, ew, gross, I'm not into that stuff. I'm like, my little titties and my fat belly are why I'm sexy, not the exception to my sexiness. So yeah, yeah. This um, this is that's such a like specific. That's interesting. I hear that's that's like, well, like I I cannot believe I I do not believe I heard that song in the film. Uh, girls trip Mm -hmm. and that just seems like a true like that's either a a, like there would be a slow-mo montage of them like walking into slow-mo with party or something frames taken out Mm -hmm. like slow-mo top of the stairs cuts to slow-mo them in the middle of the stairs cut to slow-mo them at the bottom and like and people like looking at them yeah but during the middle and the end tiffany haddish yes uh she is uh she is doing something funny as well (laughs) just any old funny thing i just can't think of it i i I'm sorry, I can't spur of the moment write Tiffany Haddish's voice. Um, she, uh, if that she, makes me a bad writer. I mean, she'd at least point at someone and stick her tongue out. Yeah. But like in a fun way. Yeah. You know. My main problem but with- that's, the, that's a first pitch. It can be beaten easily in the room, let alone by what she'll bring to the table, just on set. My main problem with that movie, I, I was that bothered- you didn't get to be in it? I was bothered by how unrealistic the pissing scenes were. The, the, oh, oh, when they're over- Yes. It just uh, sprays out of them in such a way. Oh, it's called comedy. No, see, I it's think it's called physical comedy. I think it's funnier if it's real. No, nah, yeah. man, I was totally down with it. And also, you don't know what that harness is doing. I feel like I no, cannot imagine like, how. It's like when you have a garden hose and you put your thumb over it, and then it's it's going off in all the all different directions, but powerfully. Well, That's now the terrified of women's piss if it's akin you to a garden be. hose. You should be. <laughs> Again. 
I'm not performing for you. I also liked Rough Night a lot more than I thought I was going to. It got such bad reviews, mm-hmm. and I watched it, I was like, oh, there's some funny stuff in this movie. Well, yeah, I mean, but a, a lot of the reviews... So, I read Dude, a review comedy for that. reviews Dude, suck, man. And also, reviewers sir, are, like, so behind the curve on this, like, changing... Uh, uh, diversity, adding more voices, different points of view shit. Like one of the reviews I read for that, I remember was like, the only funny parts were when they cut back to the men on their uh, bachelor weekend. Should have been more of that. Like what? No, that's just what you related to, dude. It, like that was the, that was not, the, that was the straight man moments. You jerk. Yeah, there was a- and Of course you liked, I like the boy parts better when there were more boy parts. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I I thought I was. People just cannot fucking review. They can't, people can't market comedies and they can't review comedies. Well, and I also think that a lot of comedy, a lot of reviewers and like film world dudes, like especially the outliers, cannot handle the idea that there are that everything comes from a specific point of view. There are not that these movies are not just the way it is. Yeah. It's the point of view of the people who made it. Well, I think and ho- you've been, been mostly watching things that the point of view lines up with yours, fellas, and then there's some other ones that aren't your point of view. Buckle up. Get into it. Have some fun. You get to pretend to see what it's like to like think like a different person for a little while. You know, like everyone who's not a straight white man has done forever. And that was, um, there obviously is the that's even a problem even aside from just stuff with like a lot of female driven it's a lot of yeah, movies that aren't serious like Hot Rod I remember the reviews from Hot Rod that would be like this is stupid and it's, it's like supposed to be it's like yeah that's the appeal of the movie yeah it was fucking dumb yeah. as hell oh I love it when it's dumb yeah. that and those man you know oh, my headphones went out that's why I yelled too loud again to, 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 to back you up and they're like yeah Definitely, totally straight white man movie that I think was slept on so hard, so unfairly, was Popstar. Oh, see, I didn't like Popstar as much as I liked Hot Rod. I loved Popstar. I saw it, I, I saw like, I saw an advanced screening <laughs> and walked out like, oh, well, welcome to the movie that every is going to be everybody's favorite movie forever, forever <laughs> and ever now. And then like by the time I got to my car, I was like, oh, wait, it's, it's too good. They're all going to hate it. It's dumb. They're all going to hate it because it's just, because I love it this much. When I love a movie, when I love a silly movie this much, everybody's going to hate it. Even something like Anchorman made money, but Anchorman was not a big hit in theaters. big enough to make more. Oh, yeah. Well, that was a bit of a mistake. But, uh, I mean, listen, the second one, whatever. It's way more mixed bag. But, uh, but yeah, even that first, it's like the way people talk about it now and you look back and you're like, what does this make, $70 million at the box office? I made that yesterday. Like, big Please. deal. Hello. God. Welcome to America. Um, Welcome mm, to the Reagan 80s. Yeah. I, my dad fellas. is rich. Mm. Anyway. Is your, oh, is it me? It is. It's okay, yours. right. Because, right, right, right. Okay. So this is, this is a complicated one. Ooh. Yes. So. Ooh. Oh, no, wait. The next one is a complicated one. Right? I made a mistake. Uh, so this is, of course, of course, the song everyone is familiar with. This is Wayfaring Stranger by Nico Case off of the album The Tigers Have Spoken, which is like very early Nico Case. And I believe it was recorded live in Toronto, or some of it was. Oh, okay, so that's why you like it. It's so pretty. It's, uh, I mean, I love Nico Case. Um, but I like 2004. Was it 2004? Uh huh. Oh, I thought it was a couple years earlier. 
Oh, no, oh, right. Yeah, a 2004 album was recorded at several live shows in Chicago and Toronto yeah. in the spring of 2004. It, um, it's just a lot more, it's very simple. Mm-hmm. I like the feeling of it. She's got such an incredible voice uh, that it really like emphasizes that. But again, it's not, she has a lot of songs that make me, I, she has a lot of songs that could have gone on here. Um, but uh, I went with this one because I like, it's pretty simple, but she still gets a part to just sort of like, like her voice is just enormous. So she still gets a cho- chance to like, really like blow you out of the room with her uh-huh. voice. Uh-huh. But it's not, um, it's not too sad. Uh, there are a few songs on that album as well that like, they really wail, man. They like really fucking ra- wail, yeah. dude. They're good. They're did, just did like they shred. They fucking, uh, dude. They fucking move, man. Those fucking songs, dude. They move. The jam, dude. Uh, there's a great version of uh, this little light of mine on that album. Really? Yeah, which is yeah, awesome. Because Wayfaring Stranger was like a um, a traditional country yeah. gospel western song. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is if the whole album is kind of standards or mm-hmm. not, but. Um, been recorded by a bunch of different people. Yeah, but I, I just I like Johnny Cash. I love that version Emily so much. Harris, I believe. Oh, I almost put uh, Gillian Welsh. There were a couple mm. Gillian Welsh songs that mm. also almost found their way mm. into that spot. But I listened to a lot of Nico Case, so it seemed I, I was like, I'm going to go with representation mm. in this instance. Because she's your girl, is what you're saying. Seems, yeah. I don't listen to Gillian Welsh nearly as much as I listen to Nico Case. So I was like, you know what? If this is a thing, I am like broadcasting out to the world as being representative of something. I should slot in the artist mm-hmm. I listen to more. I feel like at this point you've got like your seat back and you're uh you're digesting. Yes. I'm like yeah, I'm like well, I'm like wrapping up the food at this point. I get a lot of food. <laughs> yeah, you I'm, got you got more than you need? Yeah, I have eating problems. Well, there's no such thing. But uh it um well, unless like it falls out of your mouth. Th- that's an eating. That happens but it's cuz I eat really fast and I open my mouth super wide while I do it. That's an eating problem. Um, you shouldn't do well, that's that. Fair. Keep your mouth closed. I uh also, yeah, 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 has almost found their way mm. into that spot because I also listen to That's a lot a of yeah, vibe. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They've uh, <laughs> <laughs> woo. They uh, they and they have like a few songs that would fit in there. But the more I thought of it, I was like, okay, yeah. But they also, the music I listen to of theirs is more of the like, I don't know, just like the the faster shit. Mm-hmm. They're like harder stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll go with Nico Case. Here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's sort of did the math. Vibe. And yeah. 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 It fit best. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, my playlist. That's, uh, that's what she said. My playlist has a lot of. <laughs> it fit best. None of them fit yeah. great. Yeah, she but was... I guess yours fits best. <laughs> She's pretty dispassionate about it. <laughs> very, yeah, very analytical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wasn't trying to compliment or insult. Fuck me. 15% harder. <laughs> And sort of move it eight <laughs> degrees to the left. Mm. I'm like sweating on her, like Jesus. <laughs> but you enjoy the challenge? Yes. Mm-hmm. Break it down for me, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess a lot of my songs, a lot of my songs, it's, I created a playlist of a lot of the same, of a, a lot of a similar it's not, thing. It's not bringing you down or, down or up, it's supporting you in your yeah, I want, cur- in current endeavor I want it to keep me stationary. Yeah. And it's songs that won't... Jostle you? Yeah, won't interrupt me too much in my thinking process. But it's, it, but songs can also interrupt me the other way where I'm just going to be like, ugh, what is this shit? Yeah, mine are mostly honoring me as a woman and queen. 
And and uh, I'm very humble. I prefer not to be honored by my music. Oh yeah, no. I mean, th- at other points of the day, I don't. But th- this is you know, this is fast food church. You do have those five guys carrying you around all the time. Yeah, I do. And they are, by the way, getting a little bit ornery about healthcare. <laughs> Like, it's <laughs> they're, not supposed to be that sort of a situation, fellas. They walked out to get $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. They're on strike. Yeah. They're down I'm in like, West find Virginia. Someone else. Find someone else will pay you more. They're in West Virginia You're right now. You're lucky to have this kind of job in Hollywood. <laughs> Do you know how many people come here and want to carry me around? Oh, God. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on to... We're on to the finals. Yeah. Um, and as part of the finals... So me and this bag of food have been flirting mm-hmm. for quite a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> and eventually... It's just got to get real. Because when you find that roast beef sandwich or that shrimp taco or whatever it is that you want to have inside of you, you just got to give it your all. You got to honor that experience. This is a, a physical holy communion imagine if between this... me and these curly fries. Imagine if this was the banter he did in concert before the song. <laughs> so how does it taste? And how does it feel? I guess, so here would be my issue with putting this thing on the list, is the list is not... So sorry, I get to put what I want, and I put on How Does It Feel by D'Angelo. The list I- isn't... Um, a playlist for when you're eating fast food alone at night in your car and jacking off. Uh, I would not jack off to that. I would just be enjoying the sensory experience. Oh, it's so sensuality is all of your body. I do have a weird thing about food and sex. Like I don't like even when some article will be like, bring food oh, into gross. the bedroom. No, I, don't like, want the, I don't want someone to see me eat. That's what I'm saying. This is this is me and this food. Don't watch me. Don't make eye contact with me. Mmm. This is a special lonely at night moment. It only where I'm fucking this food. It's only showing the burrito from the waist up, but mm-hmm. you know what's going on yeah, yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah. You yeah. know what's going yeah. or on. There's down like there. a little wrapper around the top yeah. where you're like that. There wouldn't really be a wrapper there in real life. I, there's would, a reason it would be fully unwrapped. There's a reason we can see the burritos come gutters. We all know what's <laughs> yeah, happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we we understand what's being indicated here. Um, so yeah, I'm jacking off a burrito. <laughs> All seven layers. <laughs> um, Why is uh, yeah. there guac in your car? Don't worry about it. Uh, and then I blush. Yeah. <laughs> Someone had a late night. <laughs> Stop it. I don't know even what's happening with us. <laughs> with me in these, uh, this Taco Bell bag. You just get a, t- a text from Taco Bell. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, I got to get out of this situation. I feel trapped by my attraction to this dollar menu. All of your music is so, it is so confident. I think all of it has been incredibly confident. Yeah. I'm not comfortable being that confident that many successive songs in a row. This, I mean, this is the situation in which I am because it's, I'm all on my own. I'm, there, there is no one to judge me or to worry about my reflection in, with <laughs> yeah. them. Um, oh, isn't that the worst when occasionally you can see your reflection in the, in oh, like this? Well, now you've ruined the whole thing. Well, no, it doesn't really happen during this situation. I can't, I can't even situation. think of this. <laughs> That's chilling. That's uh, what It's more of an occasion while I'm driving during the day, I'll look over and be like, ugh, <sighs> am I that hunched over while I drive? Oh, God. 
Yeah, I had uh, dinner in a restaurant the other night with some friends, and there was a mirror like just to the side, like, <laughs> oh, like to the side where it's not actually in my view. But if I turn to look mm-hmm. just just a bit, then I can see myself. And the lighting was horrible, so like each time I would turn to look at a friend, it would be like a little goblin me, like, hey, here's what you look like. And I'm like, I don't need to know that. Like Stop. Shadow, I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Shadow over half your face. Suddenly you realize you yeah, have like, two bah, forks bah, 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 bah. and you're just shoveling yeah, it in. Yeah. Somehow my chin is on upside down <laughs> and my neck is just, just withered. Yeah. You look. And, and yet bloated. <laughs> oh God. What a, what a nightmare that was. You're breathing through like through your neck. Some people our age have kids. Hmm. But this is what we care about. I'm still fine. Well, I get. I'm. T- no, my. I guess my dad was thirty. Yes, yeah, so I'm two years older than my dad. The first time he had kids, that seems wrong. He <laughs> well, must have been twenty. Yeah, he's twenty-seven. Excuse me. Yeah. Right, right. He's twenty-seven. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to the listeners at home for getting the timeline <laughs> of my family. Yeah, wrong. they were. They all pulled over and were like, "Wait a minute, what?" And we're I looking apologize. up in their notes. My parents are are visiting. They're in. Arizona right now. They're coming back in a few days. Yeah. Hmm. I'm my goal is to visit restaurants in which my mother cannot order a chicken Caesar salad. That's what she gets everywhere? Yes. I'm forcing her to branch out. It's a safe choice. Yeah. Well, it's it's safe the same way never leaving your apartment is safe. That's safe. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I forgot that that also has a real appeal, so I'm in no position to judge. (laughs) Yeah. You've spent months doing that. So are you like done the food at this point or are you still, are you wrapping it up? Because this also feels like a great, this is disgusting. This feels like a great song to sit and like savor the Del Taco burps to. Mm. (laughs) Like how did that feel? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're getting the memories back of like, I remember that from yeah. a couple minutes ago. Well, yeah, uh, I think so. I think basically all of my choices are like, let go of any kind of um, uh, any kind of idea of what you think you should be um, or self-judgment and just like, this is who you are. You, and you're somebody who wants late night fast food sometimes. And that's cool. Like, you just are who you are. We're all going to die. Do I say that every episode? Uh, we are. We're all going to die. Um, if you're not thinking at every moment, you're, uh, you're, 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 you're lying you're to yourself. You're part of the establishment. Yeah, fuck you, yeah. man. Oh, sheep. The fucking bah, government wants bah, you to think you can bah, live forever. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Well, but I'm here to tell you, you can't suck your real. own dick. Get real. Uh, sorry, wrong speech, wrong speech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I really freaked out Nadia's the other day. I I, uh, I started talking about Prince and I was like, yeah, did you guys hear that story that Prince supposedly had his, had a rib removed so he could suck his own dick? They've said that about a whole bunch of different people. Mm-hmm. I think maybe... Marilyn Manson. Yeah, Marilyn yeah. Manson. Um, Paul from the Wonder Years, a.k.a. Marilyn yeah. Manson. But like, if anybody in the world didn't need to suck his own dick, it would be <laughs> Prince. Like, for sh- there are people c- crawling in windows to be like, can I suck your dick, Prince? Please? Well, he wants to show them how it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, yeah, he's, 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 he's better at fingering. He's better. I didn't mean. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's not what I meant. He, guitar. Okay. He, but yeah, the audience did not go with me on a second of any of that. <laughs> they were like, we've never heard that. What are you talking about? Gross. He's dead. That's a little bit like. And I'm like, this is how we would want to be remembered. That's not sucking his own dick. That's a little bit like when I was workshopping like two and a half minutes about Eric Clapton's son falling out of a window. (laughs) Yeah. And how somebody had to clean that up. And he was probably down there like, where's my song? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. Because there's and a, that is straight white men positioning themselves as the center of the story. Because there is a um, rather than wait, just a part. What of is it. Eric Clapton? <laughs> there's a there's a live album he did called One More Car where he plays Tears in Heaven, and after he's done playing it, the song like roars and cheers, and it's like that's not appropriate. And then Eric Clapton goes, "Thank you," and oh, it's like Jesus. So I like to imagine him. Uh, I like to imagine him in like the limo back to his hotel afterwards being like, oh shit, I forgot that one song was about my son dying. <laughs> oh, well, at least it's not recorded. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. No one has ever gone along with it. No audience has ever enjoyed a single second of my Eric Clapton Tears in Heaven material. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough doing material about music uh, and specific things and songs, but I love it so much. I think that's part of why I'm doing this yeah. because I there are the like, just tiny bits that I'm like, this is hilarious. Yeah, I mean the um, that uh, that that Usher song um, that was the uh, I thought that it was about lady executives, but it was about strippers. <laughs> um, the girl get that money, 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 oh. <laughs> money, 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 um, and it's like I feel like his attempt at being sexually empowered for women, like, hey, I'm not judging you. Mm-hmm. If this is what you do, b- fucking go, go run at it, go for it, girl, and like, come, I'll be home when you come home later. Um, and I, and I, I like to imagine him saying that to Juicy J to, when he came in for the the rap bridge. I was like, yeah, so it's about like, like, ladies, it's your body, love it. It's sexy when you use it, and like, I'm not judging you for it. Uh, and he's like, got it, got it, got it. Um, uh, knock that pussy out of the park like my name, Babe Ruth. I'm I, just trying to get oh. a nut, trying to beat it up, trying to take somebody, girl, make a two with slut. Like, uh, wait, uh, hold on, Juicy, can we? Can I feel we like, take it again? Can I feel we? like you and I specifically have had this conversation yeah. before. Because it's the same. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, that These are all the things that I would want to talk about. But audiences are like, what? I have to listen to a playlist <laughs> to get these jokes? No, thank you. Well, it's like there's, um, I like uh, in Truffle Butter how there's all this effort made by everyone else to like sort of use like innuendo and kind of beat around the bushes like oh truffle butter oh this fancy like mm-hmm. we all know what truffle butter is but we're going to act like we're talking about the actual food ingredient and then when Lil Wayne comes in he just says truffle butter on your pussy <laughs> yeah <laughs> like in like, like sh- I feel like everybody else was in the studio like come on man <laughs> we're trying to create I still an said illusion. the truffle butter part <laughs> I used that nice version yeah well, um yeah so in James Taylor's your smiling face I I find hilarious because the first 15 seconds are the quickest turn from, oh, we're going to fuck to, Dad, don't come in here. (laughs) Play it. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. Whenever I see your smile. Oh, stop it. Stop. We're just studying. Stop. (laughs) My, uh, one of my old coworkers. Like years ago when I was like 20 or something, uh, he, I remember him telling me he was with his high school girlfriend. They were like under his covers and his mom walked into his room and went, what are you guys doing? And Emmett went, we're playing Monopoly, (laughs) (laughs) which is like one of my favorites ever. There's an Akon song called Sexy Bitch. Uh, Oh, which is just has the chorus. And I try, it's also, I don't, I I feel like just sort of just like making fun of lyrics. I'm like, you know, it's like you sort of have these whole like theories and like these whole grand like essays and stuff about these things. But like sometimes you see people and they'll be like, oh, have you heard this rap lyric? And you're like, yeah, 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 we get it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, commercials are dumb. But Akon doesn't have this. It used to always get to me was um, 
in Sexy Bitch a line, which was nothing you can compare to your neighborhood hoe. And every time I'd hear that, I'd be like, here's the thing, though. Even by saying that, you have made the comparison to the neighborhood hoe. Mm. That's the only way you could come to the conclusion that the comparison is in no way appropriate. And they say white people don't understand rap. But you've still made... It also uh, It also features the, song, the lyric in the... Fuck, how does it go? Uh, um... Oh, I'm trying to find the words to describe this girl without being disrespectful. And every time I'd hear that, I'd be like, ooh, swing and a miss then, oh, Akon. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved that song so much. I always thought it was so funny. And also, my other favorite lyric thing is when Kanye will do something like, uh, I can't remember what song it is, but he has a lyric where he just goes, okay, 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 okay. Like that to me, I'm like, that is like metatextual rapping mm-hmm. to just take the same word and repeat it over and over again in a way you do not need to. I'm like, this is either so lazy or like a genius deconstruction of the it's, very thing they're doing. It's words as instruments. Yeah. Which I, I don't have a problem with. I mean, if that's all you do all the time or it doesn't sound sonically interesting, then yeah, I'm bored. But I'm not against it as a, as a practice uh, 100%. A lot of my favorite parts in songs, especially like rap, is just the like, yeah. Ugh, like the noises, like Drake used to make a lot of great noises. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, like that kind of stuff. I love it uh, so much. Yeah. Um, okay, are we on to the final? Yes. Okay, so this is two songs. I have cheated, but okay. Here's the, th- okay. So I'm not sure how to, okay, go ahead with the first song. Now this is... Uh, Minotaur by the OCs off of the album Floating Coffin and it's they're like they've had kind of different sounds over the years they're an incredibly prolific band the lead singer John Dwyer is kind of the main driving instrument of them uh, I think in 10 years they put out like 16 albums but a lot of this stuff it's like they're like like Bay Area garage rock so there's a there's a lot of like fast shit and it's like intense. It's great. I love it so much. That song is very, it's, they have like two very melancholic songs. That's the first one. And it's kind of about hating your job. So I very much enjoy uh, thinking about how much I hate my job, but doing nothing about it. And so that song, it's just so great. But it also leads into their second melancholic song, which is The Axis. And it's like, so it also features, before it fades out, let it get, uh, I guess it takes a while to get in singing, but it's a very not, this is like incredibly not how John Dwyer sings in like all his other music. In fact, if it wasn't John Dwyer, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, But it's like another one that starts off. Like, it starts off with kind of like a thing, and then it just dips down and settles into like a kind of valley. Like, um, here it is. Uh, and also, mm, a song that has a line like, don't you know how much I don't love you? 
That's right up there in the pantheon <laughs> of like great lyrics. It's like, um, oh fuck, the Death Cab for Cutie song, uh, You Can Do Better Than Me, is another great one. Mm. It kind of ends a little sweeter, but it's just, it's it's a very bittersweet kind of romantic song. I think it's also not even two minutes long. But like that song, it also ends, uh, it ends with like prolonged, it kind of slowly devolves into like static into the amps. And that's always kind of one of my favorite, that's like my one of my favorite ways to like I'll sit in a car and wait for that kind of thing to like close out mm. before I get out because it's like the by Menon when you have a song stuck in your head yeah it just like it just it completes it it finishes it off that long static or um uh so Kanye West song FML that does kind of the same thing um Runaway mm-hmm. by Kanye West has the same a very long outro and I will just sit and wait for it to go because hmm. it just feels like a great that the slow yeah, I'm descent more of an intro girl you're you're, you're an outro fella you I value mean, an outro dude I love both hmm. I love songs <laughs> give me the bell throw it all at me give me the bells and whistles or just have like a very fragile woman with an acoustic guitar like Boy, I'll take all of it, you know? I'll take all of Are you saying you like you music? Got. I do. Wow. I do enjoy music. Okay. Yeah, so so is that why they need to be back to back? Yeah, they just, the two songs, because they're the only two examples of the OCs really doing that kind of music. Yeah, I felt, I, I when I was listening to it, I was like, this doesn't, this isn't how I, what I think of the OCs. It's oh, not this kind of... Yeah, I and I fucking... The OCs are absolutely my favorite band. I love the OCs. They're like the best band live. They have so many albums. Dude, so... I Seriously, like 16, it's I think, in 10 years. So many. <laughs> He's uh, John Dwyer was on WTF. It's too many. And he was like... He was like... He was like, oh, yeah. He, he's like, there's so, yeah, just buy a few and then steal the rest. That's fine. I think they're all on the torrent <laughs> uh, sites. Yeah. Uh, but in like... And that's the thing too is a lot of the I the, also those two albums are two of their only albums with no like they have some albums that were that are either mostly bad or have some songs on them that are so that really kind of suck mm-hmm. which is just what happens when you're like that prolific it's kind of the same thing with like Jay Riotard where he just put out so much music some of it is going to be bad yeah but uh yeah those two songs I love that they they like stand out for my favorite band and they just are very great for holding you in place and making you be contemplative, but they don't, the lyrics just like are not super, they're not super challenging. Cause also a lot of their other songs are about like, you know, there's an album called uh, Mutilator Defeated at Last. Like they'll just sing about either like fighting monsters or like mm-hmm. castles or it's just whatever strange shit is in his brain at any given time is what makes up the lyrics. And those are, you know, you're way less at risk of being like, wait a second, who is the mutilator and how has he been defeated at last? Mm. Yeah, what are we, how, how are we supposed to have expectations? Yeah, it's it's all over the place. For me, it's like the way people talk about Led Zeppelin is how I feel about the OCs in terms of when they're like, oh, you know, they have all these Lord of the Rings references. I'm like, okay, the OCs just have weird abstract uh, goblins and ghouls and shit floating around in some of their songs. Yeah, I don't understand what you mean. Well, it's just like I know a lot of people who part of the reason they'll be like, I like Led Zeppelin because they have like Lord oh, of the Rings references. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, that's very basic this day and age. 
Lord of the Rings. Everybody likes Lord of the Rings at this point. Led Zeppelin, go back in time and alter your lyrics, please. You want a non-franchised goblin is what you're saying. Yeah. It is also... You want just an independent uh, free agent (laughs) goblin. I'm very much into small businesses, uh, (laughs) given our current political climate. Uh, Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I asked about this. This is so... We're going to... I'll send the track to you, Aristotle. Uh, It's a track off of my album. Fuck this guy. I got permission to do this. Very graciously agreed to tack it on in the end. So thank you for sticking. Think of this as the uh, the the scene at the end of a Marvel movie. You know, hopefully it's better than. So do you want this after the credits then? Are there credits? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably a better you idea can to leave put it this part in, then do the credits, then put it's it. Probably if you would better, like it's probably a better. It's probably a better idea to put it before the credits. But okay. no, I want it at the end of the credits. All right. Yeah, and hopefully it's better. Black Panther, great movie. I didn't love those. Those end credit scenes, I don't know. Didn't add a lot. Um, uh, I'm aware Bucky is there and only has one arm. Uh, But um, here's a track off of my album. I believe it is called, I gave them all incredibly dumb titles that are hard to remember. I believe it is something like, this is track four, I think. And it is titled, I Witness a Movie Introduction Go Disastrously Wrong. I believe is the title. So stick around after the credits for a little sneak peek of my album, Fuck This Guy, available for pre-order March 16th, comes out on March 30th. Bye. Sorry about your dick. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner. You can find me on Twitter at at Eliza Skinner. You can find the podcast on Twitter at at Cool Playlist Pod. You can also find our website at coolplaylistpod.com where you can also find a link to our Patreon. Go ahead. Become a patron. The podcast is produced by Aristotle Acevedo. The theme music is by Ross Bryant. And the art is by D. Billy from Duchess and the Queen Studio. And me. I helped. Okay. Have a good week. I, uh, one of the things I like living about uh, out here, there's a lot of like great movie theaters. I like going to the Arclight a lot, even though it's annoying what they do. That thing where... Before every movie, the like employee walks out and is like, "Welcome to the Arc Line. You guys are here to see the movie you paid for and know that you're seeing, and its runtime is unimportant because no one has ever bought a ticket and then been like, 99 minutes. Fuck this shit." And they give you like some cast details. Maybe they have like two or three jokes because they can't get booked on anything but open mics. And then the movie starts, and it's so annoying, those intro guys. It has only been good once. And it was when I went to go see this documentary about James Baldwin called I Am Not Your Negro. And, like, we're all sitting there waiting for the movie to start. And out walks an Arclight employee who is a very white man. And he, like... It's like a documentary, and it's narrated by Samuel L. Jackson. And he like walks out and he's like, hello everybody, welcome to the Arclight. You are here for your feature presentation of I am not your knee, 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 a knee, a Negro. And then he just like turns to glass and explodes. He fell apart. He was like, with narration by Samuel Black Jackson. Black Samuel, Black, Samsung Jackson, Jack Black, Sam. 
none of you are my Negro. And he blew away in the wind. I will say, once like a whole row of black people start laughing at you, just take the loss, man. Just go. Once you stutter on Negro, just be like, peace, folks. Don't try to plow through it. <laughs>